Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Chatillo Coster. After working with so many e-commerce entrepreneurs, one of the biggest hangups or mysteries when it comes to email marketing is segmentation. It's a buzzword we hear all the time, but many entrepreneurs don't really know where to start with them. And very often you start segmenting too soon when you have a really small list and end up with tiny segments that lead to missed revenue opportunities. So today, I wanted to walk through something called life cycle segments, or in Clavio speak, engagement segments. I first learned about this strategy years ago on a previous email marketing platform that had them built right in, and I won't name that platform because it's the one I was using when my Black Friday emails didn't send. Not a great day. But when I did finally get onto Clavio, my goal was to recreate the segments inside of the Clavio platform. Unfortunately, the previous platform didn't have a clear explanation of how subscribers qualified for each of these segments, but Clavio has documentation on what they call engagement tiers. And this is definitely one of those things that once you see it in writing and kind of wrap your head around the strategy behind it, you think to yourself, duh, this is how I should be emailing people. I'll be sure to link the documentation in the show notes so you can see it all written out. But I wanted to talk you through them and give you some examples of how I've used them successfully and an easy way for you to work them into your regularly scheduled email program. For these segments, we're going to be focusing on your subscribers' engagement with your company, like opening and clicking your emails, visiting your website, and their purchasing behavior. So how often do they shop with you and how much money do they spend? On top of that, we'll also use both recency and frequency to determine how engaged they are. Now, before you can create these segments, you're going to need some data specific to your business like your average order value and the average number of days between orders. Your AOV is pretty easy to grab from Shopify or Google Analytics. If you're not sure how often people shop with you, you can export this information from Klaviyo. Just export your entire list and look for a field that says average days between orders. Make sure you check that box. Once you export it, you can just use Google Sheets or Excel to average the column. In many cases, this is going to average out somewhere around 90 days, depending on your business. Now we have to determine what recency and frequency means for your business specifically. A consumable product will have a much different frequency of purchase than a luxury handbag. If you're still not sure, start with a baseline of recent engagement as within the last three months, frequent engagement, meaning three times or more, 
a recent purchase would have happened within the last four months, and then frequent purchasing as three times or more. So when we go through these segments and we lay out the conditions on this episode, I'm going to start with these basic numbers that I just mentioned, and I am going to do it with an AOV of $100. But when you create the segments for your business, you're going to want to replace those numbers with the ones that make the most sense for you. And as I go through, I'm only going to list out the exact conditions for a couple of the segments, just so you can wrap your head around the concept. But I want to spend the majority of our time talking about what to actually do with them and what they mean. So again, make sure you check out the documentation I linked in the show notes so you can sit down and set them up for yourself. So first up are your high rollers or your VIPs. These are your best customers. They shop with you often. They have shopped with you recently and they spend a lot of money. Of course, your main goal with this group is to retain them. The good news is you don't have to necessarily give them promotions and discounts, but you do want to treat them special. So using the numbers I mentioned earlier, here are the conditions you would use to build this segment. They have placed an order at least three times in the last four months and have spent more than $300. So remember, we're using the base of frequent being three purchases and recency being within the last four months, and then an AOV of $100. As another example, let's say your customer shopped with you every six months on average, and your AOV was $80. In that case, your conditions would be placed in order at least three times in the last six months, and have spent more than $240. That's just your AOV times the three that we say is a frequent purchaser. So like I said, these are your VIP people. They already shop with you often and spend a lot of money. So your goal is to make them feel valued and special. And this can be exclusivity like early access to new product launches or surprise gifts with purchase. And we'll talk a little bit more how to weave these in later on. Next up is your brand enthusiasts. These are loyal customers. They also shop often and have done so recently like your VIPs, but they don't spend as much money as them. So your ultimate goal with this group is to get them to spend more money. And the easiest way to do this is by cross-selling complimentary products based on their previous purchases and potentially offering them volume-based discounts like a buy more, save more promotion. To create this segment, you would use the condition has placed an order at least three times in the last four months, but has spent less than $300 overall time. So here, the only difference from your VIPs is that they've spent less money. There are also segments for potential high rollers and potential brand enthusiasts, but you get the gist of this, right? Remember, you can get all of this with the documentation I linked below. Next up, are there nearly theirs? This is a great opportunity to convert some first-time buyers because nearly theirs are email subscribers who engage with your emails frequently and have done so recently, but they still haven't made their first purchase with you. With this group, your ultimate goal is to get them to buy. But because they're so engaged, you don't necessarily have to use a discount to do it. Instead, you may just need to create a little FOMO. 
what will they be missing out if they don't buy your product? And that leads me into the waiting for wow group. This group doesn't engage with you quite as often as the nearly theirs, but they did so recently and it pays to strike while the iron is hot. This is the group you may want to give an offer they can't refuse. As I mentioned, there are a few other groups that you can target as well, but I don't want to bore you by running through each and every one. You can find this all laid out in the documentation linked in the show notes. I will say though that I have found a lot of success just focusing on these four groups. So if you're pressed for time or feel overwhelmed by it all, just get started with these four groups and you can start layering in the others as you get more into the groove. Okay, so now that you've created the segments and have a general understanding of the customers that fall into these groups, how do you work this into your email program and what do you send to them? Now, if you've never listened to episode 44 of the show, that's where I walk you through my simple process for creating an email marketing calendar. I'll link that in the show notes as well if you want to listen. But essentially, I follow the process I lay out in that episode, and then on a quarterly-ish basis, when I don't have a lot else to say, I will create content specifically for these engagement segments. And truth be told... I sometimes combine the high rollers with the brand enthusiasts and then combine the nearly theirs and the waiting for wow. So let's start with the nearly theirs and waiting for wow. Remember, this group is engaging with your emails, but they still haven't purchased from you. And we know the first purchase is the hardest one to get. So in this case, I will usually include some sort of promotional offer. But here's the trick. I write this as an all text email and personalize it as much as possible. I want it to look like I sat down at my desk and wrote it specifically for this person that's reading it. I'll usually start off with something like, hey, first name, I see that you've been hanging around for a while but still haven't made your first purchase with us. I wanted to check in to see if you had any questions or needed any help. In the meantime, I'd love to offer you an exclusive discount for your first purchase with us. Then I'll use a unique discount code or one that looks unique and put a time limit on it, say 48 to 72 hours. For this email, I'll be sure to resend it the next day to anyone who didn't open it the first time. And of course, I'll send a last chance when the discount is about to expire. Remember, this email doesn't have any images in it, so if I want to direct them to a specific product or collection, I'm going to do that with a text link. Just make sure you style your links in a different color and use an underline so the user knows it's an actual link. Now, let's talk about the high rollers and brand enthusiasts. Your goal with these groups is to just keep them shopping with you and spending more money. So we're going to focus on showing them what's new and showing them complimentary items to what they have purchased in the past. When we first discussed the brand enthusiast group, we talked about potentially offering volume-based discounts, but we don't need to do that with the VIP group. If your goal is to discount as little as possible in your business, then you can just group these two groups together and not include a discount at all. But if you're okay with promotions or it's a typical part of your brand, you may want to separate these groups so that you can exclude your VIPs from the offer because they probably don't need it to make a purchase. Depending on your product assortment, you might want to break these groups down even further based on their purchase history. 
If you have a lot of different customer avatars, start with the natural break between your customers. But if you have a smaller product assortment, you don't necessarily need to bother with this. When it comes to the actual email, I would test a text-based email versus a typically designed one with images and product blocks. The nice thing about using a text-based email is that it naturally feels more personalized, like you wrote the message just for them, and that can go a really long way. So for this group, let's say you don't want to use a discount. I would write them a message commenting on their previous purchases and tell them you think they'd really enjoy this other product or collection. Like I mentioned, you may need to split this up if you have a really wide assortment of products, but you can do this at the collection level versus the product level. This can work really well if you time it with a new release that you have going, where you're giving them early access or a sneak peek at what's to come. You can even do this leading up to your big sale times like Black Friday or any other time you're going to be advertising a sale on your site. Create a separate promo code for them to use 24 to 48 hours before the sale goes live to the public and only promote it in the email to them. This way they can get first dibs on your limited inventory. Now, when you go look at the link in the show notes, you're going to see a lot more segments than we cover today. Groups like lapsed versions of your VIP group, people who have purchased from you once but never came back, and even those deadweight subscribers that need to be scrubbed altogether. So work your way through all of them and create different content for each group. In most cases, a text-based email is going to make the most sense, so embrace that. You don't always have to create crazy designed pretty emails. And one last note about these segments. When you're creating them in Klaviyo, don't forget to include the condition that they are on your newsletter list or lists. Remember that Klaviyo pulls in everyone, even if they're not opted in to receive email, so it's up to you to include the condition in your segments. If you're doing social advertising and you want to use these segments to target your ads, you can create a second version of the segment that doesn't have the newsletter condition included. And last note, when you go and look at the list of segments, it's likely you're going to feel overwhelmed if this is the first time you've approached segmenting this way. Just start with the ones I mentioned in this episode because that's where you're going to find the biggest bang for your buck. And as you get more comfortable with email in general, you can start branching out and including more of the individual segments that are shown in that documentation. And if you already have an automated win-back flow running, that should cover the majority of your lapsed segments that are listed there. So you can put those off. Like you don't have to create separate content for them until you're really ready to do it. If you don't already have a WinBack automation set up or you're lacking in your email automations overall, make sure to check out episode three of the e-commerce badassery podcast where I walk you through how to get started with these. Plus, there is a guide in the free resource library that walks you through the six automations that you should have and it includes how many emails, what time delay, everything you need to get those all set up. So that's a really great resource to get started. So that, my friends, is a wrap for today's episode. Remember, just ease yourself into this. You don't have to create weekly content for each of these separate segments. Continue to send 
as you normally do. And then you just pepper this in on a quarterly-ish basis. Otherwise, you're going to just drive yourself crazy. I hope you found this helpful. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today, and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.